Friday, live from cold Fredonia, New York. This is Move the Chains. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, we're live on 88.9 WCVF-FM or streaming us live at FredoniaRadio.com. One half hour from now, where Luke was right, where Luke was wrong for the NFL season following Super Bowl 54 two weeks ago. We are back in the studio, and I'm going to get to hear what Luke thought about the Super Bowl. He was not here last week. I'm glad you are here with me today, partner. I think we got a lot of great stuff to cover. Most definitely. It's good to be back and uh, not being out in the cold anymore. Absolutely. The NFL season has concluded, 100th season of the NFL. Quite exciting. A lot of great stuff going on. I got to talk about a lot of cool stuff last week that I was just dying to talk about after the Super Bowl. And I'm really interested to see what you have to say, and we're going to get into some really other interesting topics after that. So, basically, really quick, what I want to do is I'm going to say what I had to say about the Super Bowl, and then I'm going to switch it over to you, because I'm very interested to hear about your opinion. You and I haven't even talked about this off the air. You know, I haven't gotten to mm-hmm. see your, your interpretation. So, basically, what I said last week is I said, so when you look at this Super Bowl, San Francisco, they average one more yard per play than Kansas City. They averaged more yards per rush. They had more rushing yards. They had more Naturally. hits on Patrick Mahomes, and they did better in the red zone. Statistically, San Francisco won that game. You look at the stats sheet, and you're like, oh, San Francisco won. Usually when you put more pressure on your quarter on the quarterback, he means you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. 75% of the time when you score first, that means you win the Super Bowl. 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, easily you're going to win the Super Bowl. You know, Kansas City, they didn't play well for the long stretch. They looked like a shell of themselves. You could see Patrick Mahomes was not the way he usually was. Down a 10 of the half in every playoff game that they played this season, and they won all of them, and Kansas City came back and won. And, you know, I basically said last week, I'm not going to get into it too deeply, but I said, San Francisco, the game went exactly the way they wanted it to. The, The stat sheet for San Francisco was absolutely lit up. You could see that they were thriving in every single way possible. Fast forward to the fourth quarter, Kansas City took over the ball game and they were able to win by 11, which is crazy to me. Again, because yeah. you look at how they were able to play on both sides of the ball. They dominated, especially on the defense, they dominated how Kansas City was able to move up and down the field, and um, and they still lost the game. So that was my interpretation of the game, and Patrick Mahomes truly showed how special he was, was able to get the win for Andy Reid. Exactly. And so I thought that I, I loved this Super Bowl. I thought it was really, really, really special. Um so now I'll switch it over to you. I'm interested to see what you had to say about it. So, so the big thing, uh, piggybacking off of that, off of that fourth quarter, what the, the demise and the uh, breakdown that happened to the 49ers, what happened was what we saw in the Atlanta New England Super Bowl. Yeah. A- as much as Kyle Shanahan says, I wouldn't change anything about my play calling. I think he should have. They have these running backs from Raheem Mostert, uh, Matt Breida, uh, Tevin Coleman, they have three amazing running backs in that backfield. And they were throwing the football up by 10 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Oh, look, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo just got intercepted, intercepted off an errant pass. KC ball, decent field position. Sure. Patrick Mahomes is going to do Patrick Mahomes things. He's a, he's, a, he, he's a quarterback that, yes, usually all game he's very good. But like Josh Allen... That uh, we talked about a lot, how he's Mr. Fourth Quarter. Right. Patrick Mahomes is, is Mr. Fourth Quarter, Absolutely. especially now in his career. Mm-hmm. He proved that all this uh, postseason as well. Yeah, he did. And you give Patrick Mahomes the football, start, a starting drive at the opponent's 45-yard line, he's going to get in the end zone easily. Oh, look, it wasn't even Patrick Mahomes that did it. He handed it off to Damian Williams, and Damian Williams did his thing. So, okay, there's that. It's a one-point game, or a one-possession game. Mm-hmm. Fast forward again. Oh, Chiefs defense just kind of just kind of stood on their head and stopped the 49ers, and they passed the football once on that, and there's an incompletion. Oh, look, that stops the clock. So you, have two, you only have two rushing plays, and you go basically three and out. Give the Chiefs the ball back with five minutes to go. Yeah. That's plenty enough time for Patrick Holmes to get down the field again, especially when he just broke your defense last time. So they do it again. They take the lead. And then you throw another interception because now you're down. Now you're down. Now you got to do something. And pick six games over because at that point, there's about a minute and a half left. Yeah, you have a great, a, a decent offense, but the Chiefs defense really came into their own. Mm-hmm. You're not getting down the field on them. And 
I, I when when the last interception happened uh, by Fuller, I looked at that in a big frisbee perspective too. I know we can we can agree on this. He went up on that. He's, yeah. he's got he just took that right out of his hands, and Absolutely. that was amazing to see. And in my opinion, my opinion, that's probably one of the best plays of the game, and it happened with like a minute to go. Right. I love to see that. That was awesome from Desmond Fuller. But the Chiefs were able to stay close enough in the game. Their defense figured it out come the second half. Yeah, they were down 20 to 10 or 17 7, whatever the score was. Mm-hmm. And their defense was able to, you know, be the defense we always said that they weren't. They were able to shut down Jimmy G. They were able to shut down Raheem Mostert, and they had nothing going for him. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes did his MVP thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you talk about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs were down by 10 points in every single playoff game that they played this year from the divisional round all the way up to the Super Bowl, and they were able to come back and win it. Um, You know, a point that I made last week is I said this reminds me of the Golden State Warriors. You know, Mm -hmm. you take a look at a game, you know, you're in against the Warriors, you might be up by 12, and then, you know, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, they get really hot, and all of a sudden you're down by 11. You know, you come in, it's like, what happened? We had a perfect game plan. We just had a bad three, three to five minutes. You know, this is an absolutely unbelievable statistic that we're looking at. You know, in my opinion, when you play the Kansas City Chiefs, or excuse me, when you are the Kansas City Chiefs, there is no such thing as, you know, on the ropes. You know, you can't copy this style of play that the Chiefs displayed in the Super Bowl. No. San Francisco played the exact game that they wanted to. They led by 10, 57 minutes of perfect football, and then they lost by 11. Their defense was the defense we saw this season, top five defense. Absolutely. They stopped Patrick Mahomes for three straight quarters. Football has always been a sport about consistency. If you can stay consistent in a few things, if you control the clock, if you yards per play, if you put pressure on the quarterback, usually you win. If you run the ball with success, if you lead by 10-plus points, all of the time you usually win. And that's scary because this Mm -hmm. isn't the way football works. Kansas City came out in the fourth quarter and absolutely stunned the 49ers and secured a Super Bowl victory for Patrick Mahomes, the MVP, and Andy Reid, who, in my opinion, deserved to have a Super Bowl win. Um, so, yeah, it, it was. A, I'm really glad that that's what you thought about it. I thought it was a great Super Bowl, great game, and a very great way to conclude the 100th season in the NFL. Definitely. Back to the MVP thing. So, the 49ers picked off Mahomes twice. Sure. You don't see that often from Mahomes. No, Mahomes you don't. does not turn the ball football over. Particularly in the postseason. Exactly. And as much as, like, I yeah, think I know what you're gonna say. Of, but keep going. Of course, you're gonna give the uh, MVP to Patrick Mahomes. He's the one that led him there all season. He led him there. He he led the game. He didn't have that great of a game. He didn't have that great of a game. You know who had an amazing game? Damian, Damian Williams. Williams. Seventeen carries, yeah. 104 yards, four receptions for 46 yards, and a touchdown rushing and receiving. Yeah. How do you not give him the MVP? It's if very, it, were, very if it were for him breaking that tackle to give them the lead or tie, uh, make the game close, right? And getting down into the end zone on that 45-yard touchdown rush, right? the game wouldn't be there. Yeah, Mahomes probably would have still marched him down the field. I had a feeling you were going to go However, he did that. David Williams also made that amazing dive into the end zone on his receiving touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know— It bothers me a little bit. It's like, funny. Yeah, I love Mahomes. Sure. But, but you know, you make some good points. Credit, credit is due. Damon Williams definitely had, you know, in my opinion, one of the best games of his career and one of the biggest spotlights of his career— um, you know, this this kind of reminds me, if you take it back to Super Bowl 51, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl MVP after beating the Atlanta Falcons, but also James White had three touchdowns. He had the game-winning touchdown in overtime. You know, the, you talk about the workload that he put on his back, especially when they were down 28-3. to Many said, including Tom Brady after the game, that they thought James White should have won the MVP. Um, so, you know, it's always interesting, and I'm sure that, you know, winning the Super Bowl MVP wasn't exactly what Damian Williams wanted as opposed to, you know, he was more focused on winning the Super exactly. Bowl. But, you know, you're definitely right. It, it it does beg the question of, you know, was that choice the correct one? My but, thing is just give credit where credit sure, is due. Sure, absolutely. And Damian Williams had a great game. He definitely had a major contribution to that late fourth quarter win. Um but, yeah, overall, great game. Um, you know, great effort from the Chiefs late. Definitely showing how they can get it done. Um, I'm extremely impressed with the Chiefs' performance in all the postseason games that they played this season, particularly the Texans game. I was watching highlights from that yesterday. Um, NFL rated that one of the top ten games in the NFL this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I believe it was top five. Or, yeah, I believe it was number five. Um, but, yeah, great Super Bowl. I'm glad I got to catch up with you and see what you thought about that. All right, let's shift to this. I kind of want to do something interesting right now. So as we approach this offseason, a lot of quarterbacks are up for free agency, including, you know, 
perhaps the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. So what we are going to do right now is we're going to go through each thir- each of the 32 teams, talk about their starting quarterback, who they had last season, and whether they should retain him or whether they should get rid of him. So what we're going to do is we are going to start. Um, where should we start? Where do you want to start? Do you want to go in order or do you want to go by division? Let's go by division. By division? All right. Which Are we starting the AFC and NFC? Let's start in the let's you know what yeah let's start in the AFC what do we got okay uh, do I just start with the AFC East start with start with our let's do it start with our boys yep all right I'll start with our boys let's start with the Bills from the AFC East uh, retain obviously they gotta keep Josh Allen sure. he made a lot of strides this year everyone's saying like oh this has to be, has to be a proven season this has to be uh, the season where we see real strides like remember he's a third year quarterback yeah he was a first over first round pick seventh overall. But we, it was kind of a chance we took on him. Yeah. He's coming from Wyoming. Yeah. It's not a D1. Well, it's D1 school, but it's not the D1 school sure. that's talked about all the time. Also, he was, he's played less than 30 games. Exactly. He's He, was, he wasn't he was um, really scouted going into college. Yeah. That's how he ended up in Whatsoever. Wyoming. Whatsoever. Exactly. And he made a name for himself in Wyoming. Probably uh, is, is still in their books as one of the best quarterbacks sure. they've ever had of all time. First quarterback to ever be drafted in the NFL out of Wyoming also. Exactly. Um, and I- I'm willing to give him, like, this year, in a sense for me, is a prove-it year. I want to see him make the playoffs again. I want to see him make more strides. But he needs a receiver first, and he's better offensive line first. Like, sure. I do not put the season on him at all. No. So, definitely keep him. I don't want to see us, even after this season, even if it's like a 9-7 or 10-6 season again, I don't want to see us go after another quarterback. Sure. Give him a chance to continue to grow. Right. So I'm going to support, I'm going to, I'm right there with you. I believe we should retain Josh Allen. However, it is quite interesting. The Bills right now, going into this season, it is predicted that they have one of the top 10 hardest schedules going into this season, which is very interesting. It scare me. It does, well, so it's interesting because last season they had one of the top 10 easiest schedules, yeah. so it is the other side of the coin. So right now what I'm looking at is Josh Allen is going to be tested this season. This is going to be a test for him. My biggest thing with Josh Allen, and I talked about it all season long, is his issues with accuracy. Yeah. He's a great athlete. He can stand in the pocket, take a hit, step up and throw down the field, but his accuracy needs to improve. You talk about he definitely could use some improvements to the offensive line, and he does need a larger, a few more dynamic receivers um, at his disposal. But I definitely think this year needs to be a test for him. And if it if he's not able to step up to the challenge and he's not able to get his team either to the playoffs or to get you know at least 500 wins, not I'm not necessarily saying they need to move off of him, but they need to consider their options and exactly. reevaluate the quarterback position. Exactly. So today, moving forward, absolutely retain Josh Allen, ten and six season into the playoffs. Lost a very close game late against the Texans. Retain him, see how next year goes, and do what you need to do in the offseason to get the free agents necessary. Exactly. Either that that or uh, bring in someone to give him a... Um, he has to fight for the starting spot. Sure, absolutely. Bring someone like that. So let's move over to another team that has a second-year quarterback in our division in Sam Darnold of the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw he got hurt. Well... Hurt early this season. He had mono. He sure. wasn't allowed to play. Right. Uh, kissing too many dudes, apparently, in the locker room, stuff like that. I don't know. He's doing Sam Darnold things. But he had a de- decent year. 19 touchdowns, 13 receptions, over 3,000 yards passing, 61 completion percentage. I'll take that as a quarterback. But it's kind of, in my head, it's the same, it's the same idea as Josh Allen. You want to see those strides. Sure. And it's it's ironic, the fact that the Jets went, I believe, 5-11 or 6-10 this year. Mm-hmm. And their fans aren't calling for Sam Darnold's head. Yeah. Like the Bills fans are calling Jets, for Josh Allen. Jets, Jets fans love Sam Darnold. They are all in and on Darnold. It almost confuses me, the fact of why why are Bills fans saying, oh, Josh Allen isn't ready yet, blah, blah, blah. He just led your team to a 10-6 record sure. in the playoffs. Sam Darnold, same exact point in his career, led his team to a 5-11 and record. And right. a lot, not a lot of it, but some of the issues and some of the losses were on him. Yeah, and they're not calling for hit uh, for the Jets to get a new quarterback. Right, it confuses me. But definitely, if I was Jets, retain him again, give him another year to sure really come into his own. Absolutely, it's that easy. Um, I'm going to be right there with you. I definitely think we should they should retain uh, Sam Darnold again. He's on his second head coach in two years. This yeah. is not an easy thing to do as a second year quarterback who also did not start third or thirty plus games after his two seasons. Um, I like Sam Darnold. I think he has potential. Right now, I do not think he has at all the team around him that he should in order to succeed. No. Coaching staff also is a very large question. It's going to be a first, I believe, another first-year head coach going into this year. 
Um, but definitely retain Sam, retain Sam Darnold. I think he's got a lot to prove, and I think this season's going to be interesting to watch with him. Definitely. All right, moving on to the Miami Dolphins. Um, who are they retaining? Ryan Is it Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen, or are they moving off from both? I think they should move off from both. I think right now you have quarterbacks in the draft who are very talented, who have potential to succeed in the NFL out of college. Um, you, know, you talk about Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa. You have guys yeah. who have proven so far. I'm going to talk about Tua Tagovailoa later because I definitely think he needs yeah. to be drafted above Joe Burrow. Hot take for me real really? quick. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about that on the second half hour of the show. But right now, you definitely need to move off of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen, whoever you consider to be your true starter for the Dolphins at the moment. You need to go to the draft. You need to get a new guy. You need a refreshing young quarterback in Miami who can you know revitalize this franchise and get things rolling again um, in South Beach. Yeah, I, I, have the same, I have the same opinion on that. I think either move on from one of them, figure out which one you'd rather keep, sure. and keep one of them to kind of... Here's my take on the Tua thing real quick. Tua is going to the Dolphins. I think Joe Burrow fits better in Cincinnati than Tua would. I, That's why. I Okay, yeah, I can say that. I think Joe Burrow fits better in Cincinnati. I exactly. think Tua Tagovailoa is a better prospect. Yeah, I can agree with that, Joe but Burrow. I think Joe Burrow will fit very well in Cincinnati, sure. especially if A.J. Green gets healthy. Yeah. Um, And that's why I see the Dolphins need to move on from both quarterbacks in order to bring in Tua. I think that's the best yeah. fit for Tua is in Miami. And honestly, I personally say move on from Rose and keep Fitzpatrick as a veteran guy to really teach Tua the ropes and let Tua slowly work his way in, especially coming off the big injury like he had. Mm -hmm. So moving on to the last team in our division, New England. What do they do? Brady's a free agent. So Brady, there, I talked a little bit about this last week. There's a lot of speculation about where Tom Brady is going to go. You know, is he going to is he going to stay in New England? Is he going to go to Dallas? Is he going to go to Oakland? Is he going to go to Miami? I've heard LA a lot. Too. I, I've heard a little bit of LA after Philip Rivers has you know they've parted they ways with on. the Chargers. Um, but you know what? Right now, when I take a look at Tom Brady, I think that he is in a position where he can ask for money from the franchise. And I think right now the ball is in the Patriots' court. I think yeah. whether Tom Brady stays or not is going to be up to what the Patriots are willing to do for Tom in the offseason. Whether that's increasing his paycheck, whether that means getting you know more weapons around him. I think right now the ultimate decision is Tom Brady's, but I think it's going to be unbelievably influenced by what the Patriots oh, yeah. do for him. I think I think it's going to be influenced on that, and if they can find a quarterback to replace him. Sure. So if they I'm don't have... They, yeah. Who's backing him up right now? Is it still Brian Hoyer? I think it's still Brian Hoyer, or someone that I don't even know exactly. who I can talk about. So right now, if I'm the New England Patriots, I keep Tom Brady. I'm going to keep Tom Brady, but I'm going to use the money that he has, you know, sacrificed in his contract when he's taken all these pay cuts to go get someone Bill Belichick is not good at drafting wide receivers, and I said that last season when they drafted Nikhil Harry. Everyone was flipping out about this new kid coming in. Oh, he's going to be, you know, the next Randy Moss. I said, listen, this kid's going to be a bust. He's going to be a bust. He's not going to fit in with his system. He got injured. They brought in Mohamed Sanu in from Atlanta, and he didn't even fit well with Brady. It's very hard to find receivers who fit with New England's system. That's why Bill Belichick is so bad at drafting them. So right now, you need to go get guys who are already in the league, who you know are willing to work and get the job done, to put next to Brady on the line of scrimmage to improve their offense. Because right now, that offense isn't winning anything in the NFL. But I think Tom Brady is definitely still a good quarterback. I think he has potential to get to the playoffs and win. But I need to see more from the New yeah, England Patriots organization definitely. supporting Tom Brady. Definitely. All right, so let's shift over to the AFC South, the uh, Texans... Colts division. I think um, yeah, some of these are gonna some of these are gonna be very quick. So when we talk about the Texans, obviously you're, you're going to Deshaun Watson. keep Deshaun Watson. That's all I'm gonna say about that. You don't move on. No, nope, he's like a very that. talented guy. He's shown that he can win and win in the postseason with this team. I think he's very he's very loved by Houston, and I think that team is okay with him leading them. So the the, the big question mark, uh, not big question, big question mark division, but one of the big question mark division, Tennessee. Tannehill versus Mariota. They got to move on from Mariota at this point. Tannehill led them to the playoffs. This need, year. need to move on from Mariota. I would keep, most certainly keep, keep Tannehill. Tannehill. I would not sign him to a contract yet, and I think that I, they're a smart enough organization not to do that. So is he is he still under contract? He's still under. Okay. I believe he's under either a one year or a two year. Okay. Contract. And yeah, let him play that out and see what happens next season. You can't pay him your his millions yet. He, he, you, you know, gotta he's see got, what happens next season. Sure, he, you got. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. But I like Tannehill in this in this team. I think he's done well so far, and he can do well in the future. All right, another question mark of a team: Indianapolis. They got Jacoby Brissett there. They went seven and nine this year. A couple of the games kind of came down to their defense. 
If I'm Indianapolis, I'm moving off of Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Maybe keep him as their backup for sure. Exactly. I think he's a very good backup quarterback, but I don't think he's a franchise guy. No. I think this roster is too talented, especially on the offensive line. To Where do they look to, though? That's the question. Right mark. now, I would look to the draft. Yeah. I think that the Colts are a great organization. They're very well run. The general manager for the Colts, I, I think it's Jeff Pollard. Yeah. He's, my, he's one of my favorite general managers in the league. Very well-run organization. You have a gr- one of the best, in my opinion, offensive lines in the AFC in Indianapolis. A defense run by Darius Leonard who can get the job done and get the offense back on the field. This is a great atmosphere to bring in a young guy. To bring in a young quarterback who's unproven in the league to give exactly. him an opportunity. Good offensive line, pretty good weapons. You know, I think this is a great opportunity for a guy out of the draft, and that's what I would do if exactly. I was the Colts. And there's a couple quarterbacks that will drop to sure. the mid-first round. I think even Tua would drop to the mid-first round. I have a feeling, listen, really quick. Maybe, yeah. I have a feeling that NFL scouts do not realize how good Tua is going to be because th- they're clouded by his injury last season. I think the only team that really still notice this is Miami. And they haven't earlier sure. the Colts, and I think that's why he's gonna end up going to Miami. Sure, but I, uh, I don't, I think Tua right now is the best quarterback prospect in that draft. I don't care the fact that he was out an entire season with a hip injury. This that's kid fair. has put up numbers in the SEC like none other before. Oh yeah, yeah. You talk about yeah, he's at Alabama. Alabama's the reason he's winning. 87 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. That's like video game crap. Yeah. That you'd never, ever see that out of someone in the SEC at a school like that who's playing LSU twice a year put up those type of numbers. And you think about it, when their backup came in, when Tua got hurt, they weren't in the the college football playoffs. Nope. They ended, what, I think sixth this year? Something like that? Eighth? I think if you put Tua in a good situation like the Colts where you have a good offensive line and receivers who can get that kind of separation— He's going to succeed. I'm looking in a 9-7, and seven, maybe 10-6 yeah, and six rookie season definitely. if he goes to a system like that. So if I'm the Colts, I'm going for a young guy and maybe even go for Tua because I have a feeling that the NFL is looking at Joe Burrow much highly than they should compared to Tua Tagovailoa That's despite mainly, his injury. Mainly because Burrow didn't get hurt and he won the national championship. Right. Absolutely. Um, so last team in that division, the biggest question mark of quarterbacks, Jack- Jacksonville. Minshew versus Foles. Right. Um, Right now, I think you got to move off both of them. I think Gardner Minshew, I think he's either going to go somewhere in free agency or he's going to be a perfect backup somewhere. Yeah. I love Gardner Minshew. He's shown that he can most certainly play in the league. Um, it's hard because— I, I don't want to see them give Minshew a shot. See, I would, I would love to see them give Minshew a shot at their starting job, but I have a feeling that Jacksonville, as an organization, doesn't want to. They have other—I think that they're— I think they're, they're more very likely hard to hard set on Nick Foles still. I think they're hard set on Nick Foles because they're paying him. Exactly. So, if I'm being honest, excuse me, I think that Nick Foles is more likely to get the starting job than um, Gardner Minshew. But if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars, I need to go get someone different. Yeah. All right. So, moving on to the uh, AFC West, the Chargers, they already said they moved off Phil Rivers. Right. We don't need to talk about this a whole lot. They're moving off Phillip Rivers. If I'm the Chargers, I'm going to get a young guy. You have so much talent on that roster. That Unreal see what, see talent. What, see what Tyrod Taylor can do. I I don't think Tyrod Taylor's a, a good a good starting I don't quarterback. Think a, I don't think he's a good fit in L.A. either. I, I don't I don't know if he's a bad fit in L.A. I haven't watched a whole lot of their films, so I don't know how his type of play style works with their schemes. Um, but I think I don't think he's a, a quarterback who can lead you into the postseason and win. Yeah, I think he's a, gr- a perfect backup who can you know you can put him in the regular season and say hey can you win us three four games while our guys yeah. out I think he is that guy I don't think he's a hey you've got to play Deshaun Watson in the division round in Houston kind of guy yeah um going up to the Oakland now Las Vegas Raiders they got Derek Carr what do you think I think you got to move off Derek I Carr. think so too I think Derek Carr in my opinion and I've said this on the show before. I think he has been. He is one of the most overrated quarterbacks these past couple years. He's I think a decent year this year. He's a, but yeah, he's a decent quarterback. Absolutely, he can play in the league, and he is going. I bet you he gets a starting job somewhere. Yeah. But when I look at him, I do not see right now. So here's the thing: there are so many quarterbacks in this league who can play and who can win. That's yeah, not the question. Exactly. Quarter, Gardner Minshew can win you games. Derek Carr can win you games. When it comes to the postseason, when you have to go into Houston, into um, Kansas City, into you know different anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. When you go into these different places in the playoff in the postseason, can you win? 
Exactly. Can I don't you, think Derek Carr has Can you care? And I don't think either. That's what I say about Tyrod Taylor. It's what I say about yeah. Gardner Minshew. It's what I say about Derek Carr. When I, when I, if I put Derek Carr next to Deshaun Watson, when I have their two teams go and square off again in the divisional like round. Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. Like that. Absolutely. So I think right now, if you're really serious about trying to win a Super Bowl, Derek Carr is not the guy to take you there. No. I would move off of him. Um, moving up within the division, Denver. Is this the second team we've done in this division? Or the first? The no, this third. is the third. Denver's got to move off. Who do they? Whoever they have. Exactly. So Flacco's still there. I you got to move, move off, off Flacco. Flacco. Do you trust in Drew Locke to give him the chance to start? No, I don't. I don't. I, I agree. Right. But they, their, their, their issue is they're not going to get a solid QB prospect. They haven't got a sure. solid QB prospect. No, you're absolutely right. Since, since honestly, I wish they would have given more time and uh, trial with Tim Tebow. I don't think he was a horrible quarterback when he was there. I think Tebow was a good college quarterback because when you're in college and, and that system that Urban Meyer yeah. had at Florida, it was not a super pass-demanding offense. Yeah. Tim Tebow could run the option. He could run yeah. the Wildcat. You know, he could make short throws, but he was not an accurate passer. No, and but I, I think totally get why he's not an NFL quarterback I do, right now. but I still think Denver could have given they another season. They could have given him more time. Absolutely. More he played less than a season. He took him to the divisional round and, and he, lost against New England. Exactly. And he beat uh, Pittsburgh when Absolutely. Pittsburgh was on fire yeah, that year. Yeah, when Pittsburgh, when they were in their prime, I, th- I believe they made the Super Bowl the year before. Exactly. Um, so, but, so I, no, I agree with you on that. Denver, I think, moved off to him a little too soon. But you know what? No one's bagging Denver this morning for no, missing on Tim Tebow. Exactly. So I think Denver needs to move off. I think... <sighs> they need to get someone in the draft or find someone in free agency, anything. I think... Go after, go after even, even a Mariota or if Jameis Winston goes on the block, like... Right. I think right him. now, Denver needs to shake this whole, this whole, you know, MO of drafting an, or getting an older quarterback in free agency who's kind of past his prime or drafting young quarterbacks who no one's ever heard of. And by, you know, by the time we hit November, they're already on the bench. Exactly. You need to go after someone who people know are going to be great, who are no going to work in your system. Um, Denver absolutely needs to go find somebody else. All right. And lastly, in that division, you got KC. Um, I'm not even gonna say anything. It's Patrick Mahomes. You're gonna keep, keep Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. You're gonna Patrick Mahomes in the next two years is gonna be the highest paid quarter. Yes. Is the highest paid player in the league. He's gonna make 200 million. I have no question about that. It's gonna be the highest paid quarterback maybe ever, and rightfully so. He's unbelievably dynamic, super talented. Yeah. What did I hear all? What did I hear all regular season? Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. We get to the playoffs, Lamar Jackson's out in the division round. Oh, yeah, there's this other kid named Patrick Mahomes, won the MVP last year. We've ignored him for three months, and now all of a sudden he's the center of attention in the league. Exactly. So we're going to take a really quick break. I move the chains. When we come back, we're going to cover the NFC, what we think about these quarterbacks, and where Luke was right, where Luke was wrong for the 100th season in the NFL. That is coming up on Move the Chains. What's up? This is Derek from Mayday Parade, and you're listening to WCVF Fredonia. Log on to our website, www.fredoniaradio.com, for information on both WCVF and our sister station, WDVL, including a rundown of shows airing, archived podcasts, photos, and much, much more. It's all happening at fredoniaradio.com. are back on Move the Chain, second half hour coming up, where Luke was right, where Luke was wrong. I totally forgot about the AFC North. We're going to cover that and the NFC with their quarterbacks coming up. But first, what do we got, Luke? But first, we got a little grapevine here from Fredonia Radio Systems. Join Fredonia Radio at Steel Hall on Friday, February 21st from 5 to 7 p.m. for Rock and Skate. There'll be basket raffles, music, food, and obviously ice skating. Bring some friends and some funds for raising at the super cool event. Sorry for that joke. I am required to say it. All right, so here we go with the AFC North. What do you got for us first? All right, we got the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. They got to move off Andy Andy Dalton. He's the starting quarterback in this league, but not for Cincy. They're going to get Joe Burrow, and that's all that matters. They're going to get Joe Burrow. That's all that matters. Absolutely no question. I don't have much to say about that either. Uh, Moving on, we got Cleveland. Baker. So right now, 
I think that they don't have a choice. They need to keep Baker Mayfield. Yes. I mean, John Dorsey is gone. He's the guy who drafted Baker. I do not think it was the right decision. I think Baker shouldn't have been drafted number one overall and gone to this dysfunctional franchise. Um, but you know what? I say you got to keep Baker one, maybe two more years. Because, listen, first of all, you cannot put all of this on Baker Mayfield. I'm very hard no. on Baker Mayfield with how he is. You know, he's not a number one overall pick. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think he has a lot of personality issues. But I most certainly do not blame Baker for I, I, the dysfunction I, that no. Cleveland is and I think what they've had done. This what they've season done. did humble him a tiny bit. Sure, and we saw that at the tail end. He admitted yeah. to some stuff, you know, Super Bowl weekend when he was down in Miami. They asked him questions, and he was very humble, yeah. which is very surprising to me. Um, but you know what? Right now, the kid is on his third quarterback in three years in the third league. You know, or, excuse me, yeah, third coach in three years in the league. <laughs> They're also on their third quarterback in four years, but that's that's the point. Right, and <laughs> you can't demand that much from this guy. Yeah. You know, he's got so many mouths to feed on offense. He was with Hugh Jackson, who everyone wanted out from the beginning that season. Freddie Kitchens, who no one really knew what the hell he was doing all season long, and now you're going to bring in another head coach. Yeah. Give the kid a break. You know, he's, he's trying his best. Yeah, he's got personality issues. He might be a little too drama and a little bit too diva for Cleveland. But you know what? The kid definitely wants to win. Oh, yeah. You know, he's not the reason that their franchise is in the toilet, and no one should point fingers at Baker. Yeah, he's got his own problems. You know, he might be the problem why they've got a locker room issue or, yeah. or why Odell Beckham Jr. has issues with the team. But you know what? The reason that the Browns are not winning is not because Baker Mayfield. It's because they have a lot of problems up front, and they have a lot of problems with their front office and uh, and their coaching staff. So absolutely, I think keep Baker, and you've got a I agree. You've got a major redo of this organization, but Baker Mayfield is not one of them. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over the uh, team that took second in that division. Go to the team that took first, Baltimore. Keep Lamar Jackson. That's all I'm saying about that. I keep Lamar Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Won the MVP. They're gonna do great things in the future. So, lastly, you got Pittsburgh. Ben okay. Roethlisberger has not said he's retiring yet. He wants to come back from the sounds of it. I think Ben Roethlisberger can win in the postseason. I think so, too. But the issue is, does he have the stamina? Does he have the endurance I think so. to get to that postseason point and I th- win games throughout the season? I think that he definitely does, and I really want to see it. I love Ben Roethlisberger. You know, I thought that the Steelers, if they had him this year, they could have gone places because their defense with the acquisition of Minko Fitzpatrick have been outstanding. He has made such a large impact with his very few games with the team, and I think when Ben Roethlisberger comes back, they're going to be a team that welcomes him with open arms. Juju Smith-Schuster and Mike Connor, or James Connor, James Connor, excuse me, are going to be very, very excited oh, yeah. to have him back. I think keep Big Ben for one or two more years. Yeah, you know, until right he now retires. Yeah, you know, he he hasn't shown when he's healthy that he isn't a, he isn't an NFL quarterback exactly. anymore. So I think you know, take a look at this season. If he continues to do well, you keep him, and you know, you stay in communication with him to see how he's feeling throughout the season. All right, so moving on to the NFC. I'm going to start, because this is going to be a long one. NFC East. Redskins, <laughs> Cowboys, Giants, Eagles. Start with the Redskins. They got um, Dwayne Haskins. You got to move on. I see right now, I think the Redskins are one of the most dysfunctional organizations yes. in the league, purely because of their owner. Their owner forced the drafting of Dwayne Haskins, who was not an NFL prospect quarterback. His head, co- his college coach said that. Half the organization didn't want him there. So that's a bad draft pick exactly. for the Redskins, and it's a bad draft pick for any team. Dwayne Haskins is not a super dynamic quarterback. No. I don't think he deserves to start in this league. Um, you know, At maybe least not yet. Yeah. Or, at least, or maybe not in Washington. Maybe Washington's not his Sure. Fit. I don't think it's a city. I don't think Washington is anybody's city. I think this is, right now, I think it's the worst Right now, I would put the Redskins as the most dysfunctional organization in the league, even past Cleveland. I put them right even, up there. Even past like Cincy and Miami. Yeah, because I think Cincinnati. You get them the right quarterback. Uh, yeah. You give their coach one or two more years at the helm of that system. I'm looking at a nine or seven. You know, maybe second in that division behind the Ravens. All right, uh, moving up, Daniel Jones and the Giants. I say keep him. You got to keep Daniel Jones. He's shown that he can play. Yeah, proving people wrong. And he's, he's, line. he's got that running back behind him. It's Quan yeah. Barkley as the safety net. Yeah. He's got that safety net. Hey, I'm having an off game. Here you go, Saquon. Just go do your thing. Give him, give him more wide receivers. Yeah. Get him a defense him, who can keep him, him off the field line. for five minutes. Yeah. You know, they're, I, they're, okay, actually think about this. Giants are almost at the kind of the same point the Bills were. Sure. They, they have the talent. I like the Giants. I hope that they can do well. Yeah, they have the talent. They need one or two things right here and there. Oh, look, they need a receiver. Bills needed a receiver. They went, I got, went out and got Cole Beasley and John Brown. Yeah. They need an offensive line. Oh, look, they went out and got Mitch, Mitch Morris, Ty and Secchi. They yeah. brought people in. And they very still need interesting progress, comparison. obviously. The Giants are the same way. Sure. So I think keep Daniel Jones. I think this season, 
moving forward, you need to do a lot in free agency in the draft to build around him, but I think he is your guy, and I haven't. I don't think he's given you any reason to not think that. Good job by Dave Gettleman proving everybody wrong with that draft pick. Exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip one. I'm going to go to the team that made the playoffs first sure. in Philadelphia. Keep Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz right now is... He's I talked about this so last good. week. Carson Wentz right now is the most deserving of a starting job in the NFL, in my opinion, than any other quarterback that's not named... Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Wilson or Lamar, Drew Brees. Like any, any, any of those that already have. Yes. Like, hey, I'm not going anywhere for a while. Sure. Um, I, the, in, in my opinion, also a top five list of dysfunctional franchises. Sure. Dallas Cowboys, Dak, yes or no? You want me to start? Yes, yes or no. Dak Prescott, starting quarterback for Dallas With Cowboys. With this situation right now, yes. So here's what I'm going to say. Mike McCarthy has come in. You bring in a different head coach than Jason Garrett for the first time in forever. Thank God. Ten years. I yeah. Um, so right now, what? Well, here's what I'm going to do. If I'm Jerry Jones, I'm going to franchise tag Dak Prescott yes. for a year. I'm going to say, hey, look, listen. We have a new head coach. We have a new system. We still got the same weapons. We're going to see what your production level is because you did great under Jason Garrett individually, but I need to see you lead this team a little bit more before I give you big money. How can you perform with this new head coach? Exactly. Prove to me that you deserve to be paid your millions. That's exactly where I'm at. Franchise tag this guy, and I think Jerry's smart enough to do that. See right. what he does this season. If yep. he doesn't get you where you want to be, get rid of him and you got to move off him. I think that's a no-brainer because Zeke's going to have a great season. Naturally. Amari Cooper, if Dak takes off, so is he. And their offensive line well, and their defense is going to if Amari Cooper stays, too. If Amari Cooper stays. I think Amari Cooper, you know. I, mean, we'll, I, I think it almost be, like, not dumb of him, but I think he's got a good fit there. I think he's Dallas. got a good fit there, and I think he has a good fit to make good money, too. Exactly. If he doesn't get paid in the next two years, year and a half, yeah, go somewhere else where he'll get the money. Exactly. But right now, Jerry Jones, I think, is, gonna, is willing to offer Amari Cooper his paycheck. All right, so let's move on to the NFC North, starting with another very, very dysfunctional franchise in the Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford, yes or no? I think I think if I'm Matthew Stafford, as much as like he's dedicated his time to the Lions, he needs to move on. He deserves to be a starting quarterback on a winning team, in my opinion. So I think Matthew Stafford has a lot of talent sure, still left to give. He's 31 years old, but he's still got a lot of talent to give. I want to see Matthew Stafford in the playoffs. He's a, this is a quarterback that throws 4,500, 5,000 yards a season. Yeah. No, he's a very, he's a very talented. doesn't make the playoffs. Right. I think if I'm the Lions, I need to move off of him, which is sad because I like Matthew Stafford, but you need to do different things with that organization. And I think Matthew Stafford can still succeed in the league with oh, a team yeah. who can win games. Uh, moving on up within that division, Chicago Bears, Mitch Trubisky. I think, unfortunately, they're kind of stuck with him at this point. Yeah, I agree. They're I stuck with him, and I think... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone in the draft come their time to draft. Because they went 8-8, eight and eight, so they're going to be a, a, a about a 20th overall pick like in this draft. I don't know if they're going to have someone fall to them quarterback-wise. Yeah. And they can't do an entire rebuild. When they went 8-8, eight and eight, they got had some good-looking games. They were fighting, almost fighting for a playoff spot. So give them a chance, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, hard. A, it's a hard one. That that one's something that we'll kind of see more at the end of next season. Yeah, um, no, I definitely agree. Moving on up, Minnesota. I like it. Kirk Cousins. What year is he on his contract? He's still on his third year. This is going to be his third year. On his I contract. say keep Kirk Cousins. You know, you've shown that he's. They went. They went to the playoffs. Sure. They won the. They beat, beat the Saints. They beat at the home. Saints. You know, I think the NFC is a very difficult league, so you know what? I think this is an either-or situation yeah. for me. If you choose to keep him, sure. He's still under contract. He's shown that he can win more games this season than he has in the past. But if you get rid of him, like Zimmer in Minnesota, and you move off of him, I'm not going to look at you and say, you know, shame on you. So I think either way this could work. I think Cousin, Kirk Cousins still has something to prove, but I definitely think he's, you know, he has some security with this organization, and especially since he's on only his third year of his big contract. So I, if yeah. I were them right now, I would keep him, keep him another year, because um, again he's only on his third year, so he's entitled to that money anyway. Get as much out of him as you can. Um, so I would keep Kirk Cousins for exactly. another year too. And then lastly, I don't want to talk about this. They're going to keep Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And yeah. They went thirteen and three this year, and Aaron Rodgers yeah. didn't even have a, a spectacular season. No, Aaron Rod- Yeah, Aaron Jones, in my opinion, had a better season than Aaron Rodgers. All right, moving on over to the NFC South, starting with Carolina. 
Mm, this is this is this, this is, is what a I was big for. this is a big so, one. I they have to move on from Cam Newton. The issue is is Kyle Allen ready? And I don't think he is. I don't think he is either. He showed success early in the season, but then he kind of faded away, much exactly. to my demise. Because I was excited. To I see was. Him I, I I like seeing him succeed. He yeah. looked good. I thought he had a chance to. At least make them be in a fight for a wild card spot. I think you need to move off Cam Newton. I think he is not a guy. Again, you take it into the postseason. You're going to San Francisco or New Orleans or Green Bay. Especially issues at this point. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna do what people think he's gonna do. I think you got to move off Cam. Um, Kyle Allen. They got to try to find somebody they're free to see. Yeah. To help Kyle Allen. Sure, I, I would think. keep. You know what? I would keep Kyle Allen. I would keep him and try to build around him. Give him I, more. Yeah, I, I, I think the best bet is find a veteran quarterback who can come in. Yeah, sure. come in and teach Kyle Allen. Sure, and that's not Cam Newton. Right. Cam Newton isn't isn't a teaching nope, type. He's not. This is. It's all about Cam. Exactly. Um, moving on up, Tampa. What, what do you do with oh, Jameis? Get, please get rid of Jameis Winston. Come <laughs> on, man. Listen. Hey, he led the league in touchdowns. Hey, he led the league in interceptions. <laughs> like, you know, uh, give me something here. Like, Jameis Winston, again, it's the whole thing about Baker. He's got bad judgment, and that's why he throws so many interceptions. And listen, hey, I, he, got, he got LASIK this year. Maybe his vision's better now. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so the thing about it is when Bruce Arians came in, I said, I said this at the beginning of last offseason when they brought in Bruce Arians. I said, this is going to be Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston's test. Because if there's one, if there's any coach who can tame him down and get him to get going, it's Bruce Arians. To an extent, he did. Yeah, okay, but still. The interceptions. Too many interceptions. Biggest, you can't win ball. games when you throw that many interceptions. That's why they don't make it to the playoffs. That's why they only went 7-9 this year. I would move off of him. If, if, you, if you look at his games, if you make some of it, I, I believe he had, what, two or three, four interception Bring games? Bring in Derek Carr. Bring in, you know, James or not James Winston. Um, Mariota? No. Um, who's the Colts quarterback? Brissett. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> Bring in Derek Carr. Oh, yeah. Jacoby Brissett. Bring in someone else. If you if you if you look back on some of his games where he threw three, four interceptions, if you make those one or two interception games. I yeah, bet they're wins. Absolutely. I bet they're wins. I'm not saying Tampa Bay needs to go to the draft and draft no. some SEC top 10 quarterback. Look to the league. You know, pick up Derek Carr. Pick up Gardner Minshew. There's yeah. guys in this league who can win without throwing that many freaking yeah. interceptions. Do something about it. Because you have a good coach and a pretty good defense down in Tampa. Get your offensive system back up because Mike Evans is not going to be there forever. Yeah. I, I, I know. Bills Bills are really looking to try to go after him, and I want that so bad. Oh, I would love that. I'm sure Mike <laughs> Evans would love it, too. Um, Atlanta. Matt Ryan. Don't move off Matt Ryan, but I think they need to go to the draft. They need to draft, like, a second, third-round quarterback to kind of start learning the system. Matt Ryan's 33, 34 years old. He's getting older. He can't keep playing at the level he's playing at, and he showed it this past season. Yeah, I like Matt Ryan. I like Matt Ryan, too, and I think he can still take this team to the playoffs. They just need other help on the defensive side of the football. I think their coaching needs to improve a little bit, too. I think they need to move off Dan Quinn, but that's a story for yeah, another day. absolutely. We'll talk about that later for sure. Um, lastly, this actually be, be a good, good discussion question mark. Is Drew Brees in New Orleans? I want you to start. I'm going to go last. I want them to keep Drew Brees until he retires, obviously. I also, in my opinion, I want them to re-sign Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's a solid. He went, he went in when Drew Brees got hurt and went 5-0. and Yeah, he's got an amazing team behind him. But Kamara wasn't playing that well. Kamara was hurt in that span as well. They have an amazing team there. And Bridgewater showed that he can still play and win games in this league. I want them to keep Teddy Bridgewater. As much as I love Taysom Hill, I love the diversity that Taysom Hill has, he's not going to be the quarterback like Drew Brees. Sure. And I want them to keep Taysom Hill just for all that he can do. Oh, for sure. He's a playmaker. He can do stuff for that offense. But I want them to, once Drew Brees says, I'm done, I want Ted Bridgewater to still be under contract there to come in and be like, all right, it's my job now for the next five, seven years. And I think he could be the quarterback to do so. So first of all, let me totally agree with you about Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater definitely can start in the league and win. The only problem with what I, the only problem I have with what you said is keeping him. I think another team is going to offer him more oh, money yeah, than New definitely. Orleans first, and I think that's why he's going to take it. Okay, now we're going to switch it over to Drew Brees. First of all, I want to talk about the situation and how it's unique. Two, two seasons ago, Drew Brees played all 16 games in the regular season of the NFL. 
you go into the playoffs, he looked tired, yeah. fatigued, not the Hall of Fame quarterback we know Drew Brees to be, and that's one of the reasons they lost. Fast forward to this past season. Due to injury, Drew Brees sat out for five weeks and then came back in the midway, later part of the season. You go into the playoffs, he looked rested, fresh, regenerated, ready to go. Yes, they lost their first game against the Vikings, but Drew Brees did not look tired like he did against the season ago. Absolutely. So you bring, and this is why I think this is so unique. I'm kind of getting off topic a little bit here, but you see what I'm getting at. A quarterback has rested almost half of the season and gets to the playoffs and is feeling more rested and fresh. Are we seeing the introduction of a possible load management situation in the NFL? The only reason I bring this up, the only reason I bring this up is because they went 5-0 and while he was gone. That's very hard to do as a team, yeah. especially with a backup quarterback, and that's why you talk about Teddy Bridgewater. It is very hard for a team to go 5-0 and oh with your backup when their starter is rested. That's why load management doesn't work in the NFL up until now. You know why? It's because every game, every possession matters. Basketball, Kawhi Leonard can sit out 20 games of the regular season and go to the playoffs and still be the number one ranked team with the Clippers. Paul George, they can sit out 20-30 games, still go to the playoffs, exactly. really start to kick butt. The NFL, if you lose 2-3 to three games... The number one seed in the NFC, San Francisco won 13 games in the regular season, and they almost were ranked fourth. Yeah, they almost were ranked fourth. Well, and New Orleans won 13 games and was ranked third. So you look at the NFL. Is this a possible load management situation? Can a team step back and say, okay, you know what? Can we listen here, Drew Brees? Listen here, Patrick Mahomes. Listen here, Lamar Jackson. We're going to pay you 5 or $6 million less a year. We're going to pay this backup quarterback who could be a starter but isn't going to be a starter in the league. He's going to back you up that 5 or $6 million. We're going to rest you in practice a little bit more, give him some more reps, and rest you four to five games in the season depending how well he does so that come playoff time, you're ready. Is this a new trend we're going to start to see in the league? Me, personally, I don't think teams are going to have the guts to do it. No. I, I think, think if they do it— Only with, like, veteran quarterbacks like Drew Brees, I th- yes, like Philip th- Rivers, like Brady. I think those teams, because their quarterback is old, they have more of an excuse to do it, and I yeah. think that's why they're going to be able to experiment. But I would love to see this because you know why? I absolutely hate it, and so does the NFL, uh-huh. when a team goes to the playoffs and you've got a star who is injured. Yeah. That is absolutely killer. You look at the Patriots— Year after year, Tom Brady, missing Julian Edelman, missing Rob Gronkowski, missing Danny Amendola for free agency. Oh, Gronk retired. Injuries are huge in the league because you know what? There's nothing the league can do about it, and it takes away revenue, and it takes away viewers. So if I think this may be something big in the future for the league. I got off topic a little bit. I'm going to talk so much more about this before we go on summer vacation. But back to the topic. Drew Brees in New Orleans, I say you keep him. I'm with you. I want to see him do more. I want to see him succeed. I think he's still a great quarterback, and he can still win. Definitely. The last three seasons—sorry, really quick. The last three seasons, you look at, they have had three really heartbreaking playoff losses. Two of them to the fe- or to the Vikings. Yeah. So I, I want to see Breeze in the Super Bowl again. I, think I would love to, to see there. it. I would absolutely love to see it. All right. So moving on to NFC West to end it out, Arizona. Keep Gotta Kyle keep Kyler Murray. Murray. Keep Kyler Murray. He looked good this year. Yeah, they went five and five, ten and one, whatever. Offensive rookie of the year. Exactly. Absolutely keep Kyler and, Murray. And look at their defense. They need help defensively. That's why they lost some games. They need some help on the O line. But Chandler Jones is playing phenomenal. Exactly. They they got a lot of potential there, and I see Arizona being a team to rec- team. be reckoned with in the next three to five seasons. Yes, sir. Uh, L. A. The Rams. I'd say keep Jared Goff. Yeah, keep Jared I'm not done with Jared Goff yet. You know, you need to work out your money issues because the Rams a season ago, they went all in on last season, um, all in to win the Super Bowl. They, you know. Went 9-7 this year. Yeah, exactly. But you got to give Todd Gurley some help, in my opinion. Sure. Well, when you look at a season. Yeah, when you look at a season ago, first of all, you paid Todd Gurley too early. He got injured. He's a shell of himself. He's not the same. I need him to rest up and be back fresh for the regular season. Second of all, two seasons ago, before you went to the Super Bowl, you you drained your salary cap into these free agents. You brought in Aqib Tlaib. You brought in Ndamukong Sue. You brought in Clay Matthews. You know, now you've brought in Marcus Peters. You're paying these guys big money. You went all in on that Super Bowl, and you didn't win. 
So now you're stuck paying these guys for three, four years. You can't yep. sign free agents. You can't, you know, draft guys and pay them all this money. So I think L.A. is in a little bit of a hole. Yeah. But I think if Todd Gurley can get healthy and you can get these receivers to get motivated again, I think if you can stay healthy for the majority of the season, they could exactly. be a ten and six, eleven and five they're, team. They're 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 in a hole in what in the hockey world we call cap hell. Sure. So yeah, keep Jergoff. Um, I'm gonna skip up to San Fran. Jimmy G, yes or no? Keep Jimmy G. Keep Jimmy Please G. Please keep Jimmy G. I agree. I don't think there's anyone else that would fit that system better. I think with yes, Kyle Shanahan. Yes, despite you lost the Super Bowl, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is necessarily no. the entire reason why you lost. I don't think he. Just... I think the whole team just kind of fell apart at the end of the game. They got too excited. Yeah, and coaching was a little bit of an issue, also. Yes. Um, ending with with I, I had to end with Seattle being one of my favorite teams, being Russell Wilson. You're keeping you, Russell you Wilson, keep there's Russell no question Wilson about it. You just paid him. Retires. You just paid him. He's going to be in Seattle until the day he hangs up his uniform. Um, there's I, I don't have anything else to say about it. Yeah, it's it's Russell Wilson. He yep. will be first battle Hall of Famer, being undersized, one of the first undersized quarterbacks aside from Drew Brees to really sure. make a name for himself. Sure. And that, that's what we got for quarterbacks and every division. Yep, absolutely. Do we want to do a quick where Luke was right or Luke was wrong, or do we want to save that till next week and really get into it? Uh, I kind of want to save it till next week. I kind of want to save it because there's two two that we can, I can really I don't, go in depth I don't depth want on. you to be rushed. I want yeah, to hear everything you have to say. There's two I could really go in depth on. So you're here to hear first. Join us next week at the regular time. You're going to hear where Luke was white, right where Luke was wrong. There's a couple wrongs that I'm really excited to hear him talk about that I hope he hasn't forgotten. Hope he hasn't forgotten, but that's going to be really fun. Yeah, let's hope I haven't forgotten either. This has been Move the Chains. We will be back next Friday at our regularly scheduled time at 9 a.m. here on 88.9 WCVF-FM. Stream us live at FredoniaRadio.com WCVF. We will be back in the studio on Friday. Thanks for joining us. This has been Move the Chains. But you have